Hello, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Maggie. And we are... Hopefully awesome. That's right. A positive place on the internet where we nerd out about all the geeky things we love. And of course, this week's geeky things include Henry Cavill, James Gunn. Wait, this is starting to sound familiar. Yeah. Uh, Peacock. Mm. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. And of course, Weird Al Yankovic. That's right, bitches. It's back. He's back. He never left because Weird Al is number one in our hearts, our minds, our souls forever. Will he take home? He is immortal. Will he take home, Maggie, the number one ranking of fall 2022? I think he will for you. Who knows? I don't know. I enjoyed it, too. Because this is our final episode where we're going to be ranking fall 2022. Mm. We're getting ready to move into winter. So, I mean, it's, it's a whole new list, you know, a whole new world. But before we get there, please keep in mind that this is the Hopefully Awesome Show, our weekly podcast, where we talk about all the nerdy news and things like that. We are available on all podcast platforms and also right here on YouTube if you're watching here. If you would like this show ad-free, you can head over to patreon.com slash hopefullyawesome, where not only can you get the show ad-free, but you can get it with other things. You can get exclusive shows. You can get... Uh, your name thrown up in the podcast. You get all kinds of stuff. I, too much stuff to talk about right here. It's too much. So you're just going to have to go over there and check it out at patreon.com slash awesome. But enough of that bullshit. You ready to rock this show, Maggie? Let's do it. Because it's time for the news. Yeah, I'm on some caffeine today, boys. It's going to be good. In movie news, via Dexerto, wait, <laughs> Dexerto? Dexer, Dex, Dexerto, Dexter, Dexerto, Dexerto, Henry Cavill wants inspiring Superman for sequel. Uh, so, of course, last week we talked about Henry Cavill bringing Superman back into the DCU. Of course, that should be credited to multiple people. The Rock played his part. Did David Zaslav play a part? I don't mm. know. Probably not. Fuck no. that guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm still mad at him for canceling Batgirl, but he also hired James Gunn. So I, I don't he know. Also canceled I'm torn. He I'm torn. also canceled Scoob the Holloway, Holiday Haunt. Right? Come How on. dare you? Um, but uh, there have been some more developments since last week, so we're going to talk about that now. Uh, speaking of Henry Cavill wanting an inspiring Superman. So Cavill revealed to Screen Rants Adam Benz that there is so much, quote, there's so much in the way of conversation to be had. Obviously, I have a very close connection to the character. There is something extraordinarily special about him, extraordinarily special about his capacity to give and to love. I don't mean romantically. I mean his love for Earth and for the people who live here and to make people feel powerful, to make people feel like Superman themselves. I have plenty of desires for this, of course, which will be discussed more in time. But the most important thing which I will be aiming for is for the audience to leave the cinema and to feel like they can fly, to feel like they can protect, and to feel like they want to give everyone else. That would be my goal, Cavill added. Furthermore, Cavill also elaborated on the Happy Sad podcast that, quote, I'm so excited to tell a story with an enormously joyful Superman. Good. I think I misquoted that very in there. The, to feel like they can protect and to feel like they want to give to everyone else. That's mm-hmm. what it was. So, uh, yeah, I just phrased that word. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to say, I love this. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I love excited. everything he's saying. Like, that is Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Clark Kent's happy. Yes. Superman is happy. I, I mean, mean, yes, there's bad crap that happens that does bring him down. But, like, overall, he's not a... 
depressed yes. character. That's why we have Batman. Yes. Like, Superman is, and don't get me wrong, there's always an internal struggle and, you know, feeling like he doesn't belong and stuff. Absolutely. But Superman's always this shining example, right, that we look up to, that we he tries to inspire yeah. people. Right? Yeah. Like, that's the purpose of Superman, to mm-hmm. be better than we are. Right? Yes. Um, and to still love and mm-hmm. to still care for and whether you are needing your cat saved from a tree or whether your mm-hmm. uh, engine goes down on Air Force One, like yeah. Superman's going to be there for you. Yeah. Um, and he just makes people better, yeah. you know? I mean, I don't think it, uh, it... You know what? Here, I've got a conspiracy theory to throw out. Well, okay. Think about go. it. Uh, 2006, we had Superman Returns, right? Yeah. 2008, Barack Obama was elected, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, 2000. 11 Smallville ends mm. right 2013 Man of Steel <laughs> comes out right yeah 2016 Batman v Superman comes out yeah and Donald Trump is elected president so you know <laughs> I don't know what is that what am I trying to say here I don't know Matt I don't know either <laughs> I don't know Matt where are you that we need an inspiring Superman yeah. to help us be better people, okay? Yeah. Uh, uh, I agree. <laughs> be good. I'm done. I was going to say Joe Biden can only do so much, okay? We need a man that can fly to really show us what the power of the red, white, and blue is, all right? That's, you know, I want to burn blue, baby, because Superman wears all blue. Be sure you go vote. Um, yeah, wow. sorry. Voting is just on my top of my mind right now. What sucks is I'm going to clip this out as its own segment on YouTube and like just the trolls are going to just fucking devour us. Yeah. That's fine, man. If you don't like it, don't be here. Yeah. Um, Leave. <laughs> for Shoot. Real. Get out of here. Um, but no, I, I'm definitely, Oh wait, no, but then the Snyder cut gets announced, right? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Joe Biden is, is elected president. So, I mean, see, like, like, you know, th- Warner brothers fucked with Batman V Superman and everybody's like, ah, oh, this sucks because Warner Brothers fucked with it. We, you know, I have no hope. So nobody went and voted, right? But then, then the oh Snyder Cut came back Matt, out, gave everybody Matt, hope again, and so everybody Matt. was like, let's go vote. That's uh, listen. I'm just saying. Uh, and the Snyder Cut was really good. Um, now, oh, now Black Adam came out, right? Yeah. And the voting happened. So we'll see. Did Black Adam have a positive or negative effect on it? You know, I don't know. People like to attribute, you know, uh, the votes and stuff to, uh, you know, to Saturday Night Live. Right? I think it's all about Superman. And think about Lois and Clark ended. George W. Bush was elected. Stop it! <laughs> I'm just gonna cut you're, this you're whole. Keep, I'm cutting this whole keep thing out. Going. <laughs> just this whole segment. God, man. Go. <laughs> I wonder how far back we could go. Like, who was elected in 1980 <laughs> when Superman the movie came out? Uh, the other Bush? <laughs> no, not no, it would have been 80. Reagan, maybe? Yeah. Who was present before or Reagan? Or Jimmy Carter. Yeah. Yeah. It was Jimmy Carter, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was Democrat. Yeah. Right? Jimmy. Yeah. And then we get Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. What does everybody do? Vote George Bush Sr. in there. Yeah, you because know, that movie sucked, right? Well, I, I think, didn't it go 
Uh, Reagan's well, in there. It, well, it, no, no, it goes Jimmy Carter, Reagan, then George. H. Yeah, well, I'm saying yeah. uh, Quest for Peace came out in like '87, oh. and it was so bad, everybody lost hope again. So they voted for George Bush. <laughs> but then, then hmm. we got Lois and Clark began. Who gets elected? Bill. Bill Clinton. <laughs> Superman the Animated Series comes out. Who gets reelected? Bill Clinton. All right, it's all there. It's it's all there. They re- reboot the new Fifty Two. They're like, I fight. I don't know. Maybe I'm voting for uh, that fucking dude with the hair that sucked ass. I can't think of his name. <laughs> In 2012, what was his name? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't think of his name. You know the guy I'm talking about. Gary? Yeah. No. No. Uh, what was his name? Look up who who uh, ran in 2012. All this is going to be cut from the YouTube version, just so we're clear. You podcast people, are you good? 2012? Yeah. Romney. Yeah, it was Mitt. Rip Momney. That's what it is. Yeah, that's a band. Go look them up. Um, all right, so we're going to we're gonna pause here. We're going to come back so we can have a clear edit back into the YouTube version. Okay, ready? Here we go. But yeah, I love this. I love all of this. Everything he's saying right now about being just a hopeful Superman. I have no other thoughts that, except that it's all, all just right. about Superman. It's, it's so great. What about it's you, so Maggie? great to have uh, hope. It again is. It is. For Especially Superman. after the fucking years we've had where yeah. Trump was president. <laughs> started tweeting on twitter about uh <laughs> he started well i mean he's he started a thread all right he all said right. uh this is a quote this is straight from james gunn twitter mm. all right <clears throat> open up twitter at the end of a long creative weekend to see the many tweets to hashtag save legends of tomorrow and hashtag release the air cut mm-hmm. and fan support for our dc projects over the years the majority of these requests were enthusiastic and respectful As the new and first ever CEOs of DC Studios, Peter and I think it's important we acknowledge you, excuse me, the fans, and let you know we hear you, we hear your different desires for the pathways forward for DC. Although our ability to interact on Twitter has been lessened due to the workload of our new positions, Mm -hmm. we are listening and open to everything as we embark on the journey, and we will continue to do so for the next few years. But... All our initial focus is on the story going forward, hammering out the new DCU and telling the biggest story ever told across multiple films, television shows, and animated projects. We invite all of the DC fandoms from across the multiverse, and everyone else as well, into this new universe. We can't wait to reveal more. What do you think about that? That makes me really excited. Release the air cut! Release Batgirl. (laughs) Do you think he could? I think he could. I, I mean, think he could, get, could do some convincing to piece of crap. Here's know? what I'm thinking. All right. Correct me if I'm wrong. That happened this year. Mm-hmm. They said they're shit canning it as a tax write off. Mm-hmm. After it's a tax write off, I think it's free game. No, after it's a tax write off, they can never release it. They can never make money <laughs> off of it because then they would have taken money for taxes. But here's the thing tax year's not over. They haven't actually counted it as no, a tax write off yet. They haven't. Could James Gunn 
pull a Superman, spin the world backwards, <laughs> and resurrect Batgirl from the dead? Would he want to? I, I mean, maybe. I'd like for him to. Would now? Would you want that, or would you want James Gunn to say we're making a new Batgirl movie with with her as Batgirl, and the same people coming back? We're just going to make it better. We're going to spend more money <laughs> to make a completely different know. Batgirl movie. I don't know. I was really looking forward to the other one, to be honest. Well, I mean, like it would it would have everybody mm-hmm. except maybe Michael Keaton or more Keaton. Because, you know, we heard that... It was only going to be like a snippet or Glorified something. cameo is yeah. what they called it. Yeah. So, like, maybe it'd be better. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you know. That, I mean, how would you feel about that? If James Gunn came out and he was like, we're not bringing back Batgirl. However, we're making a new Batgirl film with the same actors, the same writers, the same directors. <laughs> I mean, there's... It's mixed feelings for me because... Yeah. It's right there. But what if it was it? bad? What if it was bad? I don't know. They said it got like the same like score as Black Adam. Yeah. And Black Adam did not receive good scores. We liked it. And I'd say we would like Batgirl. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong. But like, what if it was like Catwoman though? You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I'm, don't I'm with know. you. I would love to see what they already made. Yeah. Uh, the odds of them letting the same people make a completely new background movie are very slim. I don't think that'll happen. No. Um, I could see James Gunn having more benefit of being able to convince them to release it. Yeah. Uh, but again, who knows? Uh, do you think he will convince them to release the air cut? Uh, I know he's in support. I know he's in support of it because he even retweeted his response to somebody. I think quote tweeted somebody's response to it, and he said, "I've always been in support of this." But he's uh, but he kind of alluded to the fact like he's not sure if he can do it or not. Yeah, but he did tweet out like forever ago to release the air cut. Do you think that? Do you think that James Gunn is going to just restart the universe whole cloth? Or do you think he's going to try and salvage what's come before? I hope he just... I feel like it'd be very complicated if he restarts it, but with all the same people. Yeah. Because Black Adam. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Henry Cavill, obviously. Unless Flashpoint does something crazy. (sighs) I don't look forward to it. I know. Sorry. That I mentioned it. No, nah, I just no, nah, nah, I, mean, I just you know just thinking about that. Like, how is that going to work? If he, if they, if if they go to jail, mm-hmm. are they still like is Warner Brothers still going to release that movie as it is? <laughs> like, if they are serving twenty seven years for like kidnapping and shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, you know, and I don't know. I mean, I feel like James Gunn he might come be. in there and be like, no, no we're no. We're changing some shit. This ain't... We, we ain't about that here. Mm. I think he's gonna be like, look, I'm the president of DCU, all right? And if y'all want to do this shit right, you're gonna have to... You're gonna have to take some hard hits for the next little bit, because what you've set up fucking sucks, all right? Mm. Um, I don't know, though. I, I don't know And there's already happen. merchandise out. Yeah. Yeah, because remember the, the Christmas ornament oh, yeah, Target yeah, yeah. of Michael Keaton's well, Batman. Well, that movie was supposed to already come out. Yeah. It's supposed to come out, bef- I think, what? Wasn't it originally November? 
Mm-hmm. Like I think it was this month where you're yeah. supposed to get it. Yeah. And then it got delayed another six mm-hmm. months. Yeah. They're probably kicking themselves for delaying it that long. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's been delayed for like what, a total of like two or three years at this point. They're better off just they should, Well, they should have released go. it back in the day because yeah. at least then they would have been able to... Dodge all this crap. Exactly. Exactly. Like it would have been ruined in retrospect. But, you know, they yeah. were in the moment it would have been... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, and I love Save Legends of Tomorrow is <laughs> on here. Hey, there's some people that they love them some Legends of Tomorrow. I, you know, Legends of Tomorrow is probably the, the most underrated Arrowverse show, honestly. I, I, I mean, I enjoyed the few episodes that I got to watch of it. Yeah. So, I well, mean, the, the big it's problem, always a good good time. Yeah. The big problem with it for me was just it was hard to keep up with CW shows as they was airing. Yeah. Because the CW app sucked. Yeah, it does. Like it's the just, worst. God. I mean, if I have to see that Riverdale trailer one more time, I swear to God. I touch the fire. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the damn so song like was. A, yeah. I'm like, God, I get it. Archie. And there's murder. That's uh, great. There's Betty and Veronica. Uh, who's he going to fuck this week? <laughs> and who's going like, to get killed? Man, they got superpowers in that show. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Fuck? What the fuck is Riverdale? And Sabrina's going to show up or something? Or has. Yeah, I think that's how they bring back a character from the dead or something. I don't know. Listen, they failed when Sabrina didn't include the uh, Melissa Joan Hart. I was done. Uh, They failed me. Uh, Yeah, Matt couldn't make it through this. He he was really weird for How far did we get? Two episodes? Three? No. Did we watch the first season? No, honey. We never watched the whole thing. We watched the first episode. We watched the first episode. And after that, you're like, "Mm mm-mm. No. Really? I think what so. What was it about it that I just didn't like? I think the was it bored? demonic. Nah, it couldn't have been the demonic stuff. I don't I know. I like demonic stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Love demonic stuff. Man, the conjuring shit. Chainsaw Man? <laughs> yes, that is demonic. That shit rules. Yeah, we need to get caught up on it. <laughs> yeah, we do. Shit. I love that little fluffy fuck with the chainsaw. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, anything else you're feeling about James? No, Lee? no. Other than I love him. Love it. Hopeful. <laughs> All right. This one is going to be a fun one to navigate through. Okay. So just don't, I don't want us to get into specifics about the movie we're going to be talking about. Okay. Okay. Via Variety, Raya and the Last Dragon director. Carlos Lopez Estrada. Yeah, Carlos Lopez Estrada. Thank you. Boards Paramount and Bad Robots Your Name remake. Mm. Carlos Lopez Estrada been in, has been enlisted by Paramount, Bad Robot, and Toho to rewrite and direct the sci-fi anime live-action remake of Your Name. Lopez Estrada is writing the current script. The initial version was written by Academy Award-nominated screenwriter Eric Heiser, who is best known for his work on Arrival and Bird Box. Bad Robots J.J. Abrams will produce the film alongside Hannah Mengele mm-hmm. and John Cohen with Genki Kau- Kau- Kawamura. Kawamura, who produced the original. <laughs> uh, the original director, by the way, I don't have it in here, was Mark Webb, mm, okay. uh, who did the first uh, two Amazing Spider-Man yeah. movies. Yeah. And 500 Days of Summer. Uh, Lopez Estrada is an Academy Award nominated filmmaker from Mexico City. His debut film, Blind Spotting, premiered at the opening night of the 2018 edition of Sundance. The film was widely praised. Variety's Peter DeBerg. DeBrug. 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 
put it on his list of the best films of the year, calling it a thrilling snapshot of life in modern-day Oakland. His second film, Summertime, a look at how lives how the lives of young Angelinos intersect, premiered at the opening night at the Sundance 2020. It was released theatrically the following year. His third film, Ryan the Last Dragon, was released by Disney in March of 2021 and was nominated for Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. And that movie fucking rocks. It rocks. Throwing that out there. Um, the, the, he began his career directing music videos for musicians like Billie Eilish, Father John Misty, Thunder, Thundercat and Flying Lotus, Katy Perry, Carly Rae Jespin, and Clipping. I know like half of those. In 2012, he won a Latin Grammy for an animated music video he directed for Mexican artist Jesse and Joy. <laughs> Lopez Estrada is currently developing an animated feature documentary set to release in 2023, as well as the live-action adaptation of Disney's animated feature Robin Hood. That's it. That's the whole story. So what? Wants to unpack here. Let's start at the end. They're making a live-action Robin Hood movie. <laughs> like the fact that that was buried. Wait, just wait, deep wait, down wait, 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 yes. wait, wait. Yes, wait. That one. Yes, that one. Sexy foxes. Yes. The furries will rejoice. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to rejoice. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that fox That made Marion is one sly <laughs> fox. Really? <laughs> I, I don't remember. Uh, I love that. I, I still like that movie. Yeah. It's got... Lil John was uh, blue. Blue, yeah. <laughs> I mean, That's basically. when they still stole the same... What was the song... What? what was the song from Robin Hood? You know what I'm uh, talking about? Uh, hold on. Because I remember the roosters whistling. Yeah. And then little John Robin running through the forest. That's it. Uh, Down mm, by the babbling brook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, Only little boy David. <laughs> Five little stones he Little I, little I day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Stand to your feet. What? I can't swim. Stand. It's only ankle deep. That's a different Robin Hood. Yeah. Do you think Christian Slater will be in this one? Um, <laughs> one can only wish. Hey, did you know that uh, uh, in Man of Steel, yeah. Jonathan Kent is played by Kevin Costner? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Jor-El is played by uh, the gladiator, mm. uh, Russell Crowe. Yeah. Both of them played Robin Hood in different movies. <laughs> I need just to, something's bothering me about the, the animated one. What I'm sorry. What uh, is it? Problematic? The rooster? No, the rooster. Uh, so we'll, while Maggie's looking that up, uh, we'll talk about your name just a little because I don't want to ruin your name for anybody if you've not watched it, Billy. Uh, but your name. <laughs> Is my favorite movie of all time. Yep. Uh, I love your name. It is it is perfect, top to bottom, backwards and forwards. Love Roger it. Miller. Um, who's Roger Moore? Roger Miller. <laughs> uh, is he related to Greg, Greg Miller? Oh my God. I think he was a he's a singer. I think he was mm. like a country singer. Oh no, this is important. Yeah, country and pop hits. <laughs> From the Nashville Sound era. Wow. Yeah. So your Sorry. name. <laughs> <it's okay. laughs> uh, I had to look it up. It was bothering me. So your name is, like I said, one of my favorite movies of all time. Mm -hmm. uh, it is my number one movie of all time, actually. Currently. Of course, that can always change because I'm, you know, 
I'm an ever-growing being who has a change of opinion from time to time as I learn and grow throughout society. I don't just stick with one choice I made when I was 12. (laughs) 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 Uh, But uh, your name is fantastic. Uh, I know the original concept behind the live action version was uh, when it was the previous script writer. It was going to be a Native American woman and like a, a, a boy or I mean they're, they're teenagers but the other one would be from like I don't a know, city or something I think Seattle maybe yeah. I don't know it felt a little bit too twilight to me to be honest felt like I was gonna be in goddamn forks again okay uh but we're not thank god um so I don't know I don't know if they're gonna stick with this I mean honestly I could see him maybe going a little bit towards the uh, like Mexican inspired side mm-hmm. of it, like Mexico City and stuff. Um, and I think that could be very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. Which I mean, Native American could would also be interesting too. Um, but I really, you know, I'm curious to see what they do. I will say this: I do not believe it'll be good. <laughs> I think it'll be, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Ish. It, it has the potential to be good. I do not think it'll be as good as the original. Okay. And I don't mean that as like just a, you know, I love remakes of shit. All right? Like, I, I don't care about, you know, if the original is better or worse and stuff like that. Like, that doesn't bother me. I just don't see like how. You, Lion King. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see how your name in live action would be better than it was because it was so beautiful mm-hmm. and the way that that story is told and i feel like the the animation of it makes it a little bit more innocent mm-hmm. when certain things are going on like especially like early on when mm-hmm. they're realizing they're in a different body mm-hmm. you know and like they're yeah like oh i'm in a different body you know yeah um like i feel like that plays better than if it was like a live action i feel like if in live action that's yeah. gonna be a little probably like problematic a little bit um just by what it's implying you know like yeah. oh this woman i'm in this woman's body and i'm just gonna touch all this stuff you know i just feel like that could be bad um and then of course where the movie goes in the end and stuff and just i'm thinking about that how that's been portrayed in other movies and again i'm being very vague on purpose and I just don't know i just don't think that that's ever been done well yeah do you have any idea what i'm talking about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, like, I just, in other movies where I've seen them do that, it's just not been done well. I feel like animation allows you to get away with stuff more. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, it's Bad Robot. I'm a huge J.J. Abrams fan. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, Ryan the Last Dragon was really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The, they asked uh, Hakoda Shinka. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? No. I think, no. I think I'm combining two of them. Uh, and anyway, they they asked the original creator of of your name, uh, what he thought about it, and he's like, oh, "It's not mine." <laughs> he's like, "I have nothing to do with it. Like that that story is gone. Like I put it out there, and I'm I'm, making, I'm moving on." Yeah, he's like, "I've got Suzumi coming out. Like you know, I don't need, you know, like I I have nothing to do with it basically, yeah. uh, which sucks. You know, I feel yeah. like you'd want I feel like you'd want him uh, on there. You know, yeah. It's kind of like how they got uh uh. Miyamoto to be on like to help make Mario. Yeah, I just feel like you want, especially coming from a completely different culture. Like you don't want to lose that, you know. I don't know. 
We'll see. Uh, I think I'm I'm happy with the direction they're going mm-hmm. with the new writer and director, and that it's one guy making like doing both. Yeah. Um, I feel like that could lead to a more specific vision, and they could make changes. Yeah. Uh, which I'm open to. Like, if they make changes to make the live action version better, mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. Okay. Uh, but I still think the animated version is going to be the definitive. Because uh, it's perfect. It's just perfect. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you, man. It's, a per- it's perfect. It's so freaking good. All right. Anything else you'd like to say about your name? Nope. Anything else you'd like to say about the chicken from <laughs> fucking Robin Hood? <laughs> hey, don't be dissing that rooster from Robin Hood. Speaking of dissing some cocks, <laughs> Via Variety, Peacock has given a straight to series order to a Friday the 13th prequel currently titled Crystal Lake. Exact plot details. Did I say series? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's a TV show. Uh, exact plot details are being kept under wraps. Although it is described as an expanded prequel, the show will be written by Brian Fuller, who is also the showrunner and executive producer. Victor Miller, who penned the original film in the franchise, will also executive produce, along with Mark Tabaroff, Rob Bar- Barsaman, Barsamian, 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 there it is. And the best part, A24. Oh, God. <laughs> A24 gonna be messed up. will also serve as the studio behind the series. Fuller is known for creating or co-creating shows like Hannibal at NBC, Pushing mm. Daisies at ABC, mm. Dead Like Me at Showtime, American Gods at Stars, and Star Trek Discovery at Paramount+. Plus. He co-created mm. that, yeah. Uh, he also he is also known for his work on Star Trek Voyager as well as Heroes. Salt. We're gonna Salt. say the first Take. season of Heroes. Yeah, I don't know on. if it was not the first season, but I'm gonna give him credit for the first season. <laughs> <laughs> the first season alone. Uh, quote: I discovered Friday the Thirteenth in the pages of Famous Monsters magazine when I was ten years old, and I've been thinking about this story ever since. Fuller said. Mm. When it comes to horror, A24 raises the bar and pushes the envelope, and I'm thrilled to be exploring the campgrounds of Crystal Lake under their banner. And Susan Rovner is simply the best at what she does. It's a pleasure and an honor to be working with her again. End quote. How are we feeling? Who's Susan? <laughs> uh, I think she was the one of the producers that mentioned up here. Uh, uh, I'm looking her up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe a writer? <laughs> that, I like how you said... Uh, what do you think? I'm like, who's Susan? <laughs> um, or she might be with A24. Maybe that's what it is. Because he was talking about A24. NBC. Oh, maybe it's NBC. I don't fucking know. I mean, they, uh, there was an NBC quote that I cut out. And so that might have been where they explained who Susan Yeah, was. she's pretty much in, in charge of all the TV stuff. Oh, okay. So she's to blame. <laughs> for the same by the bell. <laughs> I'm oh, she's... To, let's see. Oh, she leads the entertainment. Her and another person, another lady, lead the entertainment for NBC Universal's broadcast network. Oh, is she over? And uh, also over Bravo and other things. Is she over the microwave and channel programming? Stop that. <laughs> Be nice. From 30 Rock. What that, what that one Jack was over? Was his name Jack? Uh, yeah, yeah. because so. he was over programming, but it was yeah. for microwaves and for 
for the, the Here channels. I am trying to be informational and like research stuff, and here's Matt trying to crack I'm a joke the about I'm clown. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Uh, so anyway, uh, A24 making a Friday the 13th anything i'm already sold right yeah uh you throw in this guy who uh i almost called him something else who else did star trek discovery God, Matt. uh well i mean you know i don't know it's just a joke uh but he did star trek discovery heroes uh you know pushing daisies i think i saw a couple of those uh, i think i watched like the first two episodes of dead like me it was good and just it was uh not a- obtained through Mm-hmm. Uh, good means I'll put it that way I, okay. I'm not owning up to anything I'm just saying that allegedly <laughs> you know back in the 2000s if, if one was to come across a free copy of yeah. a show somehow yeah allegedly if they did yeah. I don't not me not but me. I remember hearing about people that would yeah. just like I was always interested in pushing daisies I always wanted to watch it that was the funny one right yeah Porsche was not it I think so yeah yeah it was alright yeah I think I watched like half of the first season so, or something. So the reason why he says something about Susan is because he, he worked at NBC beforehand because of Hannibal. Hannibal, yeah. Which I heard good things about it. Yeah, but I, I don't it. remember much about it. I just heard it was good. But I remember being confused. Because, well, like, because I didn't know if it was supposed to be. It was like released within a few years of Hannibal Rising, which was yeah. the prequel. Like, I movie. saw that in the year. Wow, Hannibal Rising? I'm sorry. That sucks, man. Of all the things, I've never had a say in stuff. Sometimes, and I'm just like, why are we watching this? Well, honey, you've always got to say we're gonna do what I pick, but you can say whether you want to or not. (laughs) But we'll still in the same predicament. No, you know after all these years, you know that's not true. God, Um, but no, a24 I think is awesome. Being called a a uh, prequel series is interesting. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, obviously that implies not Jason. Yeah, that's interesting. Like you're gonna go Friday the Thirteenth. You're just, just not gonna do Jason. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's just interesting. I don't know. Like, unless I it, think it can work. Jason does show up at the camp because isn't that part of it? That he drowned while at camp. So you're saying kid Jason? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Okay. That's what causes his mom to yeah go kill everybody. Yeah. Do you think they're going to do like, um, this is interesting, we just watched that video earlier today, uh, like a Twin Peaks, yeah. where like there's a lot more going on with Crystal Lake than yeah. just Jason yeah. stuff, and like, you know, be other people have I can see A24 doing that. Yeah. And like some mystical stuff, because obviously uh, Jason is magic. Yeah. Somehow. Somehow. Like, I don't know what magic it is, but he's magic somehow. Yeah. All right. Like, I mean, dude got struck by lightning, come back to life, and swam to... Uh, <laughs> to New York City, all right, Manhattan. That's what it was. Like, do you did you, <laughs> Maggie? Do you know how he ends up in Manhattan? This is hilarious. Okay, we watched the first Friday Thirteenth. Yeah. You know the the lake, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, a cruise ship comes through <laughs> Crystal Lake. Okay. <laughs> And he gets on board it, and then it docks in Manhattan, and that's how he's in Manhattan. <laughs> Wait till I tell you about Jason X. Oh, God. When Jason ended up in space. <laughs> yeah, you told me about that one. Dude, okay. You told me about that This one. guy was was uh, uh, was being asked other questions, and he joked and said that if they make it to season 10, that it'll take place in space. <laughs> and, dude, I would love nothing more 
So he's definitely down with like the cheesy side of it for sure. Yeah, which is um, good. Yeah, I mean that's part of it, you know. Um, but I definitely love the fact that A twenty four will be involved. So yeah. like, imagine getting like, uh, like a cheesy Jason with also like the whole fucking horror of like Midsummer or something, you know? Oh boy. Oh man, that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> Uh, I'm definitely down for it though. I mean, I'm down to watch the first bit. Uh, Jason was always mine. Like I loved Jason growing up. Yeah. Uh, not as like a killer, but like I like the movies. You know, mm-hmm. I preferred those to like Friday Thirteenth or <laughs> shit. Uh, it's Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, or to Halloween. Uh, yeah. I think the only other ones really when I got older was like Scream. I preferred yeah. that to Jason, but. It's so weird because, like, growing up, I didn't really get to watch any of that stuff. Yeah, I knew my about didn't care. I knew about Freddy because had, of Shane. Hey, we had USA. My brother. We had USA Cable. All right, every yeah. Halloween it was all uh, nine movies back to back. I only knew about Freddy because Shane apparently dressed up as Freddy one Halloween, nice. and he had the glove. Yeah, and like he would try to scare me with it sometimes, yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, I don't know who you're supposed to be. <laughs> I know this looks scary as through a little right. kid's eyes, but yeah, I don't know who I don't you are. Know who you but are. I know multiple kids at the where I work. Yeah. Like well, I was walking down the hall the other day. It was how it was the day of Halloween. And I was walking the last few kids I had up to their buses and all of a sudden you hear Halloween music. Like the from the movie. Oh wow. And one of my kids goes, Oh, that's Michael and I looked down. I was like, How do you know about Michael? Oh jeez. Which I agreed with. Him. I said, "Yeah, you're right. That is Michael Myers' music." <laughs> but like, it's just no. It's Corey's music, Maggie. Uh, it's Corey's. Should, music. That's what you should have said. You should say no. It's Corey's. I had it's a, Corey's. I had uh, a student last year. I had a mystery machine on his shirt, and I got so excited. I was like, "Oh my god, it's a Scooby Doo!" No, it had Jason, Freddy, Michael Myers, all coming out of the, the van. Yeah, I don't know if Pinhead was in there. Ghostface. Uh, maybe go uh, yes ghost yeah. all of them coming out of the windows of the van and i'm just like why <laughs> zoinks yeah so it's just really weird like from when i was their age yeah. i had no clue what these things were and yeah. now there's all these kids that know I mean, what they listen, are it just blows my mind these three and four year olds grew up playing five nights at freddy's uh, we went to Chuck E. cheese they feared it okay like that's the world we live in all right that's why I'm happy that a Superman is coming back to give us hope, okay? Because as we know, that's what we need. But I'm not going to say anything else. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm excited for for this. Uh, you know, okay, I can't let this go by without saying this because somebody will be screaming at us, right? There actually was a Friday the 13th series before, mm. like a television series. Okay. But it was, um, if I'm not mistaken, I didn't watch it much because I don't think it was that good. But it was kind of like Tales from the Crypt. Mm. So, like, I don't think Jason ever really appeared in it. Mm. He may okay. have, but I don't even know if it took place at Crystal Lake or not. Like, I wanted, but I, I think it was like episodic. Like, it didn't okay. really connect throughout. An anthology. Anthology, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, that is exactly, yeah. So, I don't know. What well, Halloween was supposed to be. Yeah. Season of the Witch. <laughs> God. Um,. So, Maggie, before we move on, would you want to see A24? What's another uh, horror icon you would like to see A24 tackle? Because I believe, didn't they help with... No, it's Blumhouse. Sorry, uh, I was thinking Halloween. Yeah, Blumhouse did that. 
I don't know. Uh, I mean, I've always been curious about not Marilyn on Street. Like, ah, what's to know? He's a pedophile. Oh, yeah, that is true. You know? Yeah, that He's is right. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, mm, yeah. I don't know. Good answer. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, I think that what I'm about to say would probably be too close to what the idea of this will be, but I think a Blair Witch series could be really good. Yeah. Like, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what? Like I've said, for years at this point, just combine them. Just put the Blair Witch in the same universe as Jason and the same universe as Freddy and the same universe as Michael. Like, they're all, just put them in the same. Kingdom Hearts, this shit, you know? Yeah. Like, who cares? You need to cross over make some them, stuff. Make them all like, cruddy. Terminator, they're all cruddy people anyways. Terminator. <laughs> uh, Terminator, Robocop, Alien, Predator, all of them. It mixed in with it, too. Like, it's just all the 80s stuff, you know? I'm just saying. Snake Polinsky or whatever the fuck his name was from Escape from Hell or New York or, I don't know, L.A. One of those movies. Yeah, you just put them all together. And then they all just, like, I don't know, Yeah. beat each other up. I don't even know. It's like Secret Wars, but it's 80s icons. <laughs> all right. Anything else you want to say about this? Nope. Wow. Wrong, wrong button. <laughs> Wow. Aubrey Plaza yeah. joins Agatha, Kevin of Chaos, Marvel series for Disney Plus. Details about Plaza's role are being kept under wraps. How many things are under wraps these days? Uh, wasn't that that dude, Dauber from Coach? Wasn't he under wraps? Uh, but she is believed to be playing a villain opposite Catherine Hahn and Joe Locke. Hahn is reprising her role as uh, WandaVision bad gal. Agatha in the series. Emma Caulfield Ford is also set to reprise her role of Dottie mm-hmm. from WandaVision. Agatha Coven of Chaos is expected to drop on Disney Plus next year. What do you think? Very exciting stuff. Aubrey Plaza going to be in the MCU. Oh, also, uh, I saw that it's probably going to be nine episodes long, which would make it the longest TV Marvel TV show. Is that true? Well... Besides Daredevil. Daredevil also. Daredevil's going Daredevil's like 18. Like, yeah. I think She-Hulk was... It was either 8 or 9. Yeah. 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 The, I, I saw something before. Wait, I thought, I thought uh, WandaVision was like 9. I don't know. I don't know. Shit. It don't matter. Um, that's interesting though. I mean... I don't know. Can I be honest? <laughs> Listen. I don't want to get... I'm not going to be down on this. Okay? Will I watch this? Absolutely. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Am I happy to get Aubrey Plaza in anything? Absolutely. That'd be great. Um, you know, do I, do we need an Agatha Coven of Chaos, a vision quest and whatever else, you know, Thorin and Bobby or whatever the son's names were, (laughs) Wiccan and, speedy or some shit i don't know like they're not gonna show yet but i mean give it time right like i don't know wandavision was great i don't know if we need a whole universe built out from wandavision though like you know what i mean it's kind of like i don't need like 12 hulk projects you know like it felt like we were getting like a like a hulk family franchise yep that's what's gonna happen i don't know like you know i don't know i don't know does Aubrey Plaza get a spinoff of her character now? <laughs> like, like at what point do we stop? Like, okay, remember Barbarian? Yeah. 
All too well. Remember how it was like a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy, right? Yeah. So we keep having spinoffs out of spinoffs out of spinoffs out of spinoffs. Like at what point do we end up with the mama from Barbarian? You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? Like at what point do these shows just become the mama from Barbarian? I feel like we lose ourselves in this, right? I don't know. I don't know. And like, does Agatha Coven of Chaos, is it is it necessary for the overarching story? Like, how does Agatha Coven of Chaos help build up to Secret Wars? You know? How does he, she help <laughs> Kang? Do what? How does she help Kang? I thought you said She-Hulk twice. Just saying that. That's why I got really confused. Um, I mean, look, not all, not everything has to lead into it. And I'm being... I'm using Agatha Coven of Chaos as like the example, but I'm, I don't actually mean it towards Agatha Coven of Chaos. I thought Agatha was great. Yeah. It'll be weird her being the main character, mm-hmm. especially after being the antagonist. Like it's going to be, it's going to be weird. Um, especially that she'll have a villain in Aubrey Plaza. And so is Aubrey Plaza a good guy or is she an even badder bad guy? And it's probably that one. I digress. Um, but I'm using this as the example for just what's Marvel doing, right? Like, are we, are we starting to reach a point where like, it's too much? Are we getting to the point that it's too much? Some would argue we already have. We already have. Whoa. <laughs> really? Do you think we're at the point I of too know. much? I don't know. It just seems like there's something like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy something new. Yes. Like, don't get me wrong on that, but like, it's just like we've got this going on, we got this going on. This movie's coming out. This it is feels us. more disjointed than ever. Yeah, and like that sucks from coming from a, a place of Marvel being the like the uh, example, the shining example of a shared universe. Yeah, like currently, it just it all feels like it's disconnected. Yeah, and like whenever the Doctor Strange movie, uh, uh. God. Multiverse of Madness. Multiverse of Madness when it came out. And like one of my coworkers went and watched it with her husband and she was completely lost about what was going on. Oh wow. And and she said, Yeah, my husband said that he watched one division and this and this leading up to it. And I said, Well, did you even watch the Spider Man movie leading up to it to uh, at least yeah. understand you know multiverse stuff. Yeah. yeah and she said no i said how are you yeah. gonna skip for okay first like, off you don't skip lost. spider-man like yeah. come on all right? i think no 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 she did she did watch spider-man because i remember this now that she really loved benedict cumberbatch yeah and i said well you need to what have you watched the first doctor strange no i said you really need to watch it it's totally what? a different different movie but i yeah. said you get more of him. I feel like, okay, I feel like the point of your story at the beginning was to prove how Yeah, well. Was, but the I, more you talk about it, the more I it's know, like, I know, but like. You shouldn't watch half of the stuff. I know, but like, some people don't know about that, you yeah. know. And, true. Uh, and maybe they don't have the time. That's true. And. Yeah, if you haven't been keeping up with it at this point. Like, yeah, you're I don't, lost. It's going to be a lot to take yeah. in. And, you know, I think about people that don't have the time that, that would like to, that would like to understand what was going on and stuff. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 and I could see that being very overwhelming for them. Yeah. Maybe just, they're like, okay, I'm going to set aside yeah. this time. It's not to worth watch it. this. Yeah. I and mean, you and, got 39 movies and like eight series at this point. Yeah. You know, 
Yeah. Like uh, I saw Eric Voss tweeted out, there's no spoilers. No spoilers. He was talking about Black Panther, uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Okay. And no spoilers. I promise. He was just saying like, here's a list of things that you should maybe check out before going to watch the movie. Yeah. Okay. And like it, the must watches before watching it. So like if you are wanting to have a clear idea of what, like what's going on mm-hmm. instead of having to rewatch the entire MCU, here's what you need to watch. Yeah. Now, obviously me and you aren't going to do that. No, uh, we're going to watch those legends episodes mm-hmm. from Disney plus. Yeah. That's about all we're going to do. Um, I mean, I'd like to rewatch the original Black Panther, but that's in like three days. <laughs> so I don't think we're going to no. get a chance to. Uh, but he said, you need to watch just for Wakanda forever. Okay. Mm-hmm. The second Black Panther movie. And I would say Black Panther, you know, one of the ones, one of the characters, like not as interconnected as the rest. So like, I wouldn't expect much. Right. Mm-hmm. He said, you need to watch Civil War, Black Panther, Infinity War, Endgame. Uh, and Captain America, or no, Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> like he listed, I think there's another one. And I was like, good God, like for Black Panther, like, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he was in the first one, and, or he was in Civil War, and that led to Black Panther, and that led to, like, sure, he was in all of that, right? And I get that. But, like, damn, that's a lot just to watch the second Black Panther movie, you know? Yeah. And, like, I feel like it's only going to get harder. You know, it is. It is going to get harder. And like trying to keep all of these threads leading back to the same central, not not necessarily from a story standpoint, but like everything is affected by everything. Yeah. And so like how how who's going to keep track mm-hmm. of all of this, everything yeah. going on to make sure that what happened in in Moon Knot doesn't screw up what happened yeah. in you know, Thor Ragnarok or, or not Ragnarok, but Love yeah. and Thunder. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's just so much. And how does Werewolf by not play into that? You know, yeah. or the, the uh, Guardians holiday special. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know, I guess, do you feel like we would be, do you think the MCU would be better served to become splintered? Like not as connected. Almost like the th- comics. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Really? Yeah. Because it's getting to where it's going to be a lot for anybody whenever they start getting into it. Yeah. Like if they've never watched anything or they haven't watched anything in a long time. Yeah. It's going to get very overwhelming. Yeah. And they might have to like look at YouTube to see if anybody can help fill in the gaps a little bit quicker. God. Well, we could uh, be those people. We could. Fill, fill in the gap or with the, Marvel. Or the fill in the gaps. We're going to fill in those gaps. <laughs> being gross but like you know in comic books you have uh like families yeah okay so like there's the bat family mm-hmm. and so all the books related to batman are in that family yeah and usually there would be like a person over that yeah right? uh so you'd have like detective comics batman mm-hmm. batman and robin mm-hmm. robin red hood nightwing yeah, Catwoman, so and so Batgirl. Yeah. yeah and all those would different writers and stuff but one central head right mm-hmm. same thing for superman same thing for green lantern Wonder Woman, yeah. the dark stuff, you know, yeah. all that. Uh, but then you'd have the Justice League mm-hmm. and like they would be the book where everybody comes together, of course. And then um, what would happen in that would affect the family books. Yeah. But you wouldn't really see this. I mean, sometimes like it, it does go back and forth, but you don't see it as much of the individual mm-hmm. books affecting the Justice League. Yeah. So do you think doing something like that where like we have 
the Hulk side, the Captain America mm-hmm. side, the Black Panther side, the you, the Agatha side, side you yeah. know, and then but all that leads to Avengers, yeah, and so like you could watch just the Avengers movies and be okay, I guess is what I'm trying to get at. I don't know. I don't. I know. I, I'll see. It wouldn't. It works for comic books. Yeah. But it'd be harder, I guess, to make it work for TV and movies, I guess. Yeah. it get very confusing after so long. I just, I feel like if you're going to do, you know, like, like the Captain America stuff, you could do like, you know, obviously Falcon and Winter Soldier, Captain America, Thunderbolts, mm-hmm. and then Avengers. Yeah. Right. And then for like Agatha, that could be, you know, Agatha, Doctor Strange, WandaVision, yeah. Vision Quest, you know, just the magic side, right? Mm-hmm. The Marvel stuff, uh, the Miss Marvel stuff, the Hulk stuff, mm-hmm. the Guardian stuff. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if, like, I don't know. I just, I'm afraid it's going to get so much that the universe is going to crumble underneath the, the shoulders or underneath the weight on its shoulders of holding all of these things. Yeah. And I feel like the only way that you can really sustain that and this is going to suck is if you wipe the slate clean and just kind of reset, mm-hmm. you know, and you, I mean, that's why comics do that every like five to 10 years, yeah. they have a big event that kind of resets everything. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to go back and read crisis on infinite earth from 1985. Yeah. You know, you can read whatever dark crisis is right now. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of just, I'm yeah. afraid cause they're going to have to do that. Especially after Secret Wars, like... Something needs to happen. Yeah, because you can't keep referencing, like, Iron Man (laughs) from Iron Man 1 from 2007 and expect, you know, like, Viv is two, you know, when she starts watching this. She's she's already 15 years behind on the MCU at this point, you know? Yeah, she is. I mean... Like, how the hell is she supposed to catch up? I mean, she will, by God, if I have anything to say about it. But, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, th- I, I feel agree like I said, with you uh, though. At some point, they're gonna have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I just ah, that's gonna suck. Uh, I don't know. Oh well. Yeah. The only way to make it work is to put us all on the same starting block, to where mm. we're all confused. Mm-hmm. And that way, you know. Yeah. But like, how many times can you do that in movies? They do it in, in comics movie, all the time. Yeah. But I mean, it, how many world like universe-ending events can you do, and it's still hold weight you know yeah is this the beginning let me ask you this Maggie. is this the beginning of the end of the mcu mm, i don't know have we was in game the peak and now we're going down the other side man matt you're saying a lot right there. i know I, but i mean the writing's on the wall and you got james gunn over here starting the dc universe up and everybody's like well fuck i can't get into mcu because it's so convoluted, mm. but this DC stuff, I mean, you know, apparently I can maybe get into that. Maybe yeah. do I have to watch Wonder Woman 84? I do. Ah, if I, I'll just, I'm done. <laughs> What's the boys about? <laughs> I'm sure you could just start up the boys. Everybody should just start up the boys. Anything else you'd like to say about? No. What was we talking about? Agatha Covenant. Yeah. And Aubrey Plaza. Yeah. Anything else? No. All right, last thing we're going to talk about here. Uh, Blockbuster, the TV series, premiered on Netflix this past week. Yep. Uh, and we watched the first episode. Mm-hmm. Maggie, you, <laughs> do you want me to start? I mean, yeah, you can start. It was fun. It was okay. Yeah. 
I mean, typical... Didn't knock my boots or nothing. No, typical uh, will-they-won't-they they kind of yeah. thing, too, going on. It felt like a very, not generic, but it, it felt like a just a sitcom. Yeah, like it's and just also, a modern um, uh, I think a few other people felt the same way. Like, if this was set in the 90s, yeah. or when Blockbuster's starting to shut down yes. everything, I think it would hit a little bit different. Yeah, it just doesn't feel... Setting real. it right now, <laughs> yeah. it just doesn't seem yeah real. Like, who in 2022 is still, you know... Yeah. And, like, even the message of the show that it feels like they're trying to say, you know, mm-hmm. uh, of, like, people need to see each other and stuff. Yeah. Like, it can't be lost on us that we're watching this on Netflix. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, we are, like, it's... That was, that was the fall. That <laughs> Netflix caused the fall of Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. So, like... I, but, you know, all that aside, was it funny? Yeah, yeah. at some points it was some funny. Points. Um, but, I mean, like I said, we watched the first episode. I'm not really felt obligated to go back. It's only 10. Yeah. So, I mean, I could see watching more. But, I mean, uh, you know. It was all right. There's other stuff to watch. Like, we got to catch up on Andor. And we got to finish uh, The Defenders. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. That's... <laughs> We'll probably never watch The Defenders. We gotta finish it. We're already, what? Two. Three episodes? Three and a half episodes deep? We're almost there. We only got like five more. It's hard. Dude, what the... Why? Why is Iron Fist in here? Why did they combine... (sighs) One, two, three... Four different styles of TV shows... I mean, that was the point. It's supposed to be like the the Avengers. I know, but that was stupid, though, because all the transitions are weird as heck. I mean, look, when Daredevil and Jessica Jones are on screen, I like it. I like it, too. And when uh, even Luke Cage. Whoops. When, when Luke Cage is on there, I like that. Yeah. It's literally just Iron Fist that just sinks the whole goddamn ship, you know? Like, I'm just like, man, I just don't care about this guy. I'll be honest. I understand now why so many people are mad about <laughs> Iron Fist. And I remember. It's just not. It's a bad I, version of Arrow is yeah. all it is. And I remember my dad watching Iron Fist. And I had no clue about yeah. about the show or anything yeah. other than what I've read about what people have said about it. And I just yeah. sit there. I'm like, this is trash. <laughs> and I feel like after everything that we saw, I love how our conversation about Blockbuster is coming to talk about Defenders. <laughs> uh, after everything we saw, the, the, the main bad guy of the Defenders is the hand. Yeah. Like, I just feel like that was a bad choice. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I mean, think about it. The fucking Kilgrave was way worse than the than the mm-hmm. hand, you know? Yeah. And that that fucking show, God, Jessica Jones kicked mm-hmm. so much ass. Uh, but I mean, even Kingpin, the Punisher, like, you know, there was a lot of stuff that they could have went with, and instead they went with the hand. And it's like, the I foot. mean, yeah. And then, they, yeah. <laughs> and, like, they made, uh, you know, uh, Iron Fist. So, like, the linchpin of it all. And it's like, fuck, I don't. I don't care about Iron Fist, no. so I don't care about the people he's fighting. And I know the hand start on Daredevil. I, I know, I know all that stuff, but like you know, I just I don't know. It could have been better. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's what we think about Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, so yeah, hey, if you're enjoying this podcast, we greatly appreciate it. But before we go any further, please enjoy this message from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash hopefully awesome. That's right. At the $5 tier, you can have access to every episode we make ad free and 
have your name listed in the credits of every video. At $10, you'll be able to get access to our all-new exclusive shows right here on Patreon.com slash HopefullyAwesome. Those include Hopefully Weekly, a weekly show where Maggie and I catch up on all the things that's happened over the past week, both in our life and in the world around us. Family Game Night, a weekly show where Maggie and I will play a variety of board games from Blockbuster Party Game all the way to Fast and the Furious Heist Game, whatever that is. Holly Heist. The Hopefully Awesome Movie Commentary that we'll do once a month where Maggie and I will watch one of our favorite films and then record us talking about it over it. Kind of like a mix between Mystery Science Theater 3000 and, uh, you know, just us goofing off and talking about nothing related to the film. And lastly, Matt plus Maggie. This is our monthly show where Maggie and I talk about our relationship. I don't think we'll be giving any advice, but hey... Tune in, it'll be fun. And if you want to go above and beyond at the $25 level, not only do you get everything that we've just talked about, but you also get a verbal shout out as our Patreon producer of the entire month. All this and more. So sign up at patreon.com slash hopefully awesome today. All right, we are back and we are ready to talk about our main topic. It's time for the main topic. Topic. So we've got two main topics today. Uh, one's gonna be quick. Uh, I mean, they're both not gonna be that that long, to be honest. Uh, so we watched two movies that we're gonna review for you. Uh, we've got Weird, the Al Yankovic story, and we've got uh, a little one called the Summer Ghost that we got. Let's mm-hmm. let's go ahead and knock out Summer Ghost. Summer Ghost. So if uh, this is uh, your first time, sorry. Uh, if this is your first time watching, what we always do is we go spoiler free. Then we will let you know when we are doing a spoiler part of the conversation. Um, we will give you ample time to know that we are. Uh, there'll even be like a little sound cue for it. Uh, and then after that, we will come back in with our ranking. And from where we have two of these, uh, obviously we'll go like spoiler free, spoilers, spoiler free for the next one, spoilers for the next one. And then we'll go into the ranking, rank both of them together. So check out the timestamps below. There you go. Thank you, Maggie. Uh, so all that being said, Summer Ghost recently released on digital and I believe Blu-ray at the same time. Uh, this is a new film from G kids. Uh, that is the, uh, the anime people, mm-hmm. <laughs> people that release anime. I don't know. Um, they do like the, uh, the, uh, Ghibli Fest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do that. Ride Your Wave. Uh, they're, they're, they do a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's, they, they're like the quality. Like, they, they release quality stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyway. So, they released this. I want to say it went into theaters over the summer. Uh, but we didn't get a chance to watch it. Um, and I think it had other stuff with it yeah. in theaters. Like, miniseries or something. Probably. Yeah. Um, so, that being said, it finally came out. Mm-hmm. Maggie, what would you think of Summer Ghost? I really enjoyed it. Um I think, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think where I'm going through this. <laughs> I would recommend it to somebody to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I think it was, it is a, well, first off, it's 40 minutes long. So it's very short. Um, but honestly, I feel like that's too, it's not better, because I feel like you could have, you could have had this story and you could have told it over an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And I think it still would have worked perfect. Um, but I feel like because it's so short that they really just, it moves so quick that it doesn't give you time to realize that you don't necessarily get as much character knowledge. Mm-hmm. I think is the only place that yeah. was lacking. 
Um, like there's three main characters and I feel like one we get to know really good. Yes. And then the other two, I feel like we, we kind of know, but mm-hmm. it's really just like two little scenes for each of them. Yeah. And then that's it. Yeah. Um, and so the whole thing is that there's this, uh, this legend that if you go to this old, uh, Air, airfield, yeah, old airfield and a lot of firework that a ghost, uh, will, appear. A ghost will appear, the summer ghost. Um, and so these three meet up somehow that he said they sent out an email. Mm-hmm. They go to different schools. Yeah. So I don't really know how they met up, maybe on a message board or something. And they go out and they light a firework and they summon the summer ghost. Um, and she's like a teenage mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Um, and she's not like your atypical ghost. Like she's very like, you know, I mean, she talks just like them. Yeah. She's, she's just like a normal kid, yeah. but she's a ghost. Yeah. Um, and then what happens from there? Well, uh, okay. I don't think this is a spoiler. I'll say this, uh, cause it's in the trailer that the summer ghost will only appear to those who have contemplated death. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of opens the story up to the reason these three characters can see it is because they've all, for one reason or another, have been contemplating death, whether that is uh, forced death or sadness or whatever. Like the, And I'm not going to get into too much more detail because I don't want to give story points away. Yeah. Um, but I will say that I thought that that's kind of where we were sticking. Mm-hmm. Um, but then like the story takes kind of in the midpoint. We find out that there's more to the ghost. Mm-hmm. Uh, which takes the story in a completely different direction Yeah, that I feel is great. Like I kind of mm-hmm. loved it. I was mm-hmm. like, Oh man, this, this has a lot more to, to it. it than this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then by the end of it, it was great. Like it was, it was, uh, moving. Mm-hmm. It was wonderful. Um, made me feel happy. I, at some points I was afraid that the, uh, it could kind of romanticize death mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but I feel like they kind of, the way it ends, like the, the message that you get by the end of it, mm-hmm. uh, I think they kind of keep that from being the takeaway. Yeah. Um, but it's it's beautiful. Like the art in it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Like the, just the way it's drawn it's and the coloring of it. Um, yeah. It's 40 minutes long. Like I said, I think we got it on iTunes. We went ahead and bought it. Uh, it was, I think, twelve ninety nine. Um, and I'm glad if I'd known it was 40 minutes before, probably bought it, wouldn't have done it. yeah, I would have been like, ah, I'll just wait and watch it sometime because it's 40 minutes, but I'm glad we bought it. It's, it's really good. Yeah. Like I would say, honestly, like, you know, your name is my number one, of course, but I would say I like this maybe more than ride your wave. I love ride your wave, mm-hmm. but I really, really enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. So anything else you want to say about it? No. Do we have any spoilers we want to talk about? Not really. Well, we could we could go into a little bit of spoilers okay. just to make sure that we got something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are going into spoilers. If you don't want to know anything else, click past this. <laughs> Wrong button. Spoilers. I can't believe how many times I've done that. Uh, so I can't believe she was dead the whole time. Actually, I can't believe he was dead the whole time. Holy fuck, that ending, right? Yeah. When we find out the, the the one that was dying had actually died. God. And like they were seeing him yeah, as the he, new summer ghost. He even told told them early on that he wasn't going to even make it to see the Sakura, which yeah. is the cherry blossoms. Yeah. And he did make it because yeah. it shows him yeah. laying in the hospital bed. And like... Uh, and I didn't, I didn't put it together. No, I did. Because... The whole thing was if the sparkler wasn't going up like burning, that meant the ghost was there. 
Mm. And I noticed it's like the sparkler's not going, isn't burning as quick. Oh, yeah. And I was like, he's a ghost. Yeah. Damn. God, that was so good. Yeah. What a good ending. Yeah. Um, I love the murder mystery stuff. Obviously, we alluded to it a little bit um, in the non-spoilers, but... Like, I thought it was just, it was moving that, like, she was just a normal girl needing help. It was sad. Yeah, it was. Like, it was very sad. Yeah. And, And like, how that whole thing happened and, like, then they found her body and stuff. Sorry, you was going to say something. Um, Just how she described, you know, how her and her mom had a, a, like, a a fight. But she said it was over something very mediocre. She said it was very little. And she said, and I ran out and got hit by a car. And that person that hit her decided to, yeah. to put her in a suitcase. Freaking and it was so awful. sad. You know what it reminded me of? And I wish I would have said this in the main, in right. the main review. It reminded me of Mike Flanagan. Mm. Like yeah. the, the way it, that they handled her as a ghost. Yeah. <clears throat> like it reminded me of the Midnight Club. And then it also reminded me of um, the ending. Well, it reminded me, I won't spoil it. Uh, another show the Mike Flanagan mm-hmm. did, where uh, a female character dies yeah and gives a long speech mm-hmm. about death yeah while she's dying um well it reminded me of that yeah. and you know that's one of my favorite scenes in that whole series yeah. which again I'm not gonna say because I don't yeah. want to spoil it um but uh so the fact that it reminded me of that like that speaks to how much I loved mm-hmm. this movie you yeah know? um so yeah uh, at, from out of nowhere like we just thought it looked pretty and like the trailer sounded cool and um you know that's usually the type of stuff i go for which is quasi slice of life mm-hmm. with just a hint of like supernatural mm-hmm. sci-fi stuff i don't like it to be you know overwhelming unless it's like uh <laughs> chainsaw head or whatever chainsaw man uh yeah but like you know I, I love when it's mainly about these characters but then there's just a little piece of something yeah. to kind of move the story um so yeah that's that's really all i've got to say about it yeah Anything else you want to say? No. All right. Done. Spoilers over. Uh, I mentioned this in the spoiler section, but if you skipped that, I just wanted to reiterate it here that it reminded me of Mike Flanagan. So if you like Mike Flanagan, just the way that they handle the summer ghost, I feel like it's very Mm Flanagan-esque. So uh, now we will move on to our next review of Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Weird, the Al Yankovic story came out over the weekend on the Roku channel. Believe it or not, not an actual channel. I thought it was uh, the whole time. I was like, oh, I got to download the the Roku app on mm-hmm. their Apple TV. Nope, got to download it on my phone. Nope, it's just a website. It's probably a channel on Roku TVs, but yes. I ain't got no Roku there, TV. There is. What, a, what is this? Come on, this is twenty twelve. What are we doing here? Come on. I don't know. No, no offense to people who use Roku. Um, it's great. I mean, if they're going to pay for Weird Al to get a movie, then I guess I got to support Roku in some way, you know. Uh, and it's not as bad as Chromecast, am I right, Maggie? <laughs> or Fire TV? <laughs> get the fucking shit out of here. Fire TV. More like Fart TV. Nailed it. So, weird. The Al Yankovic story. <laughs> I have no spoilers at first, obviously. We may get into spoilers um, here in a minute, but we'll let you know. Uh, I gotta say, I loved this movie. He did. I loved it so much. He truly Holy loved God. It. 
uh i grew up just a little precursor to this i grew up loving weird al uh the first um first experience with weird al i had <laughs> that sounds bad uh was i had the the uh cassette of weird al in 3d mm-hmm. uh, which had lots of songs on it but my favorite one was nature trail to hell in 3d okay now <laughs> I don't know that's it's not based off anything. That's one of his originals, uh. Uh, which I love. Weird Al originals, <laughs> they're so ridiculous. Um, and then of course, right after that, the summer I forget ninety four ninety five, uh, Amish Paradise, um, don't go making phony calls. That was that was big in my circles. Uh, Gump, obviously, was huge for me. Um, and then my cousin, Josh, he got running with scissors and I had a, I got a copy of it and I listened to that front to back, like probably 75 times. Like I loved that. Right. Um, I had this Disney channel original movie, uh, like it was supposed to be, uh, like a VH1 special, but it's for Disney channel. It was weird Al, you can't go home. Uh, look it up if you want and it's him on tour with his band. And yeah, like he does. I remember, you, right? I remember I seeing you the that. promos of it. Uh, and like they play Fats and mm-hmm. Yoda. They yeah. do Yoda. Um, and they, they do uh, one of those songs of the dudes walking around. It's not like a surgeon, but it's a different one. It's a different Madonna one. And <laughs> one of the band members walking around with the cone bra on. Yeah. And so when they did that in the movie, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. This is like the actual show. Uh, but yeah, so. I, I would take those recordings from that special and put it on an audio tape so I could listen <laughs> to more Weird Al. Right? Like, I loved it. Loved Weird Al. Uh, and then, you know, hearing Tom Lennon talk about, you know, meeting Weird Al and uh, listening to Weird Al records with his son mm-hmm. when his son was first born. Uh, and then, uh, you know, watching different podcasts and stuff with Weird Al. Weird Al's just, he's such a cool dude, you know? He's so fun and he's he's nice and he's a good person and like, and he's funny as shit, you know, like that's the thing mm-hmm. is he is so funny and like people love to be like, oh, it's just weird Al, you know, but like he's legitimately funny. Yeah. I mean, to be able to come up with the shit that he does. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Polka is just inherently funny, you know, I mean, Polka, 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 Polka. <laughs> like there's a reason John Candy was in a Polka band, all right? That shit's just funny. It's funny, you know, you got an accordion in there and shit. It's funny, man. Uh, so yeah, so. I was very much, I mean, I searched out the goddamn Roku channel for this, right? To be able to watch this. And it was just wonderful. Uh, Like being a a long time Weird Al fan going into this, I just, I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if it was going to be kind of, I I was afraid it was going to be like Walk Hard. Okay. Yeah. Like Walk Hard's fun. It's funny and the music is catchy. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's still some songs I sing from from day to day. The Black Sheep, I sing that. But uh, or let's do a that's the other one. Um, but you know, like that one overall kind of felt flat for me. Uh, so I was really afraid that this was just going to be you know something kind of like that or like a low budget. Like I don't know if you remember this, Maggie, but on you remember Crackle, like mm-hmm. the web people, and they yeah. they had a. Joe Dirt 2 yes. was released on Crackle, right? Yeah. That's that's the level I was kind was of expecting. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, God damn it. If it's going to be like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm going to give yeah. it a try. But I'm going in with kind of low expectations. Yeah. Um, no. 
It was great. Like if this is ever for sale, I'm buying it because I loved this. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what all to, to say spoiler free, but anytime that the songs were, were saying, uh, they were like new recordings of it, yeah. which I thought was great. And uh, they actually went in release order yeah. and they actually, uh, like the first, the, the, my baloney, or my Bologna. like the fact that that was like one of his first ones. I love when he was a kid and he, he rewrote the words to Amazing Grace. It's Amazing Grace. <laughs> so his dad being so mad at him saying it's the devil. It's blasphemy. Now that, that reminded me of uh, the Tenacious D movie a yeah. little bit. Like this, I felt like this had more in common with Tenacious D than it yeah. did Walk Hard. Uh, but then, of course, just the way the movie, I'm not going to spoil it, but the way the movie escalates throughout the entire film to, all the way to the ending, it's just, it's ridiculous. Like, it definitely, I feel like it definitely was taking inspiration from from all of those, right? Like yeah, the from multiple. Yes. Like, it, it had uh, multiple. The, the references, of course, to uh, Rocketman, um, Bohemian Rhapsody, uh you know, definitely, um, Selena, Selena. Yeah. Uh, walk the lawn. Um, you know, just all that stuff, like all of it had very, mm-hmm. you know, very much influence on it, but it never felt like date movie or disaster no, movie. No, like it was its like own that. thing. Yeah. And like, it was just kind of using those tropes almost in like, um, almost more like a naked gun yeah. type thing. Yeah. Like it was, but it wasn't so ridiculous mm-hmm. that it was unwatchable. Yeah. But like, I love how sincerely they treated Word Al mm-hmm. as if he was a legitimately like the biggest star in the yes. world, you know, like, yeah. and like that was never played for a joke. Like mm-hmm. he just was, was the was biggest big, star. Number one went platinum six times. And the, and what they did, and I don't want to say it until we get into sports, but what they did with Eat It. Yeah, it's, it just made me laugh so goddamn oh, yeah. hard. He lost. It. I was beside myself. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, Rain Wilson mm-hmm. steals the show in like almost every scene he's in. But but okay, let's not let's not go too far. Dana Radcliffe is yes. perfect. I was shocked at how good he was in this. Like, but better than Harry Potter. He is great in it, and like. Did his lip sync match so all the time? Not all the time. No, but, but that's that was part good of it. enough. It's yeah, part of it. It's part of it. Uh, and he looked great. And like the clothes he wore, the <laughs> shirts he wore, like, dude, I loved it. I loved, I loved every moment of it. I can't. I don't know. I can't say any anything without getting into spoilers. Like, I don't have anything else to say but just how much I loved it, and yeah. I thought it was perfect. It was the perfect film for Weird Al. It is exactly what a Weird Al film should be. Yeah. Even after he dies, God help us when that happens. Yeah. We'll need like four Superman movies just to counteract that. Right? Uh, <laughs> the, the world will not survive, okay? Uh, <laughs> but uh, when he dies, I don't even think they need to do like a, a more serious version. Like I feel like, no, this is what Weird Al would want. You know, yeah. like this is the movie he yeah. wanted. Uh, it's almost like, it's almost like, uh, Andy Kaufman-esque, you know, mm, yes. like that's the type of movie Andy would have wanted. Mm-hmm. Right? So anyway, uh, Maggie, why don't you tell us how you felt? 
There's not a lot left to say. Is no, there? no, there is. It's really, it's, it's fun. It's fun. As someone fun. who who wasn't like super into Weird Al, yeah. how did you enjoy it? Oh, I liked it like a yeah. lot. Yeah, yeah. I knew about Weird Al uh, when I was younger because I remember Disney putting on like the promos and yeah, stuff yeah, for yeah. that. And then I believe my cousin she had uh, maybe one of his albums i can't really remember but i know i i do remember her Turn talking around about what time no i don't was it when you it was had a kid? To be, yeah it had been like 90s somewhere in there i'm not sure was it, it was the like one where 94 had or 95 the coolio haircut i have no idea like <laughs> i didn't even bring up amish paradise sorry no i was about to yeah. towards the end but nah amish like, paradise is perfect um best song or go no I do. sorry I can't decide. I'm sorry. I threw it out there. I said that Amish Paradise was, the, was his best song and immediately regretted saying it because I don't know. I, dude, if we ever had to do like a ranking of the Weird Al songs, I don't think I could do it. I mean, where do you even start? Albuquerque. It's like 13 minutes long and it's amazing. Pancreas, for God's sakes. Pancreas. Ah, it's too many. They're all good. They're all great. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Anyways, uh, I can remember my cousin talking about Weird Al, but like... You know, I didn't didn't yeah. understand it. But like I remember like I got older, like it's two thousands and like he got uh oh god, what was it? Oh no. Was it Lose Yourself? No. It was a rap song he did a parody of. Oh, White and Nerdy. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then like one. blew up. Yeah, People dude. lost their minds over it. They loved it so much. And I was like, wow. Like once a decade, Weird Al yeah, does that. He just yeah. blows the fuck up. Yeah. It's crazy. And I'm just like, wow, you keep going, Weird Al. Yeah, you dude. know, like I wasn't into him. I was aware of him. <laughs> but like, uh, and then of course we started dating and like found out that <laughs> he's very much a big Weird Al fan. <laughs> and, didn't know, and I've learned so much about Weird Al because of you. <laughs> Uh, I'm really sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, like, you know, I love, uh, like, I know some of his, uh, like, older stuff. Like, I knew Ma Bologna. I yeah, knew, yeah. I knew that. Um, Another one always, <laughs> when he did Like a Surgeon, all I could think about was How I Met Your Mother. Yes. And how Ted Mosby wrote him a letter <laughs> in the 80s saying, please do this song called Like a, and it's actually weird out. At the end of that yes. episode, and he looked exactly it, it looked like exactly the same. Like, yeah, he did not yeah. age at all, and it was like so awesome. And Dude. I remember that. And like, so when that showed up in the movie, I was like, all I could think about was how much mother and how Ted Mosby actually made up this song. <laughs> I finally made it through med school. Tony, get the recording ready. <laughs> I love how uh, mean weird al is in all of his stuff yes. like he's because he's always nice yeah but then every once in a while he just goes off on somebody in like in, a, in his movies and yeah. stuff. he just gets like super like just cutthroat with like yeah. just smacks them or stuff yeah it's so great because it's obviously not him <laughs> um but uh, did you know alpocalypse the the one that came out after white and nerdy yeah. that had i want to say um polka face uh like poker face and stuff uh, was the first album that he did that went, I want to say platinum. Like oh, that, wow. that was in like 2012. Like, so all, oh. the, like it was the best performing one mm -mm. that he had ever done. And it was after all of these decades. Wow. Yeah. Like it's, I, it must be more he's, than platinum, but still. He's the share 
of parody. Because Cher, like, always had like a number one hit, yeah. like sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands. But she hasn't had any in the aughts or yeah. the twenties. But like, that's what that's Weird Al does, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. Somebody said uh, he was doing an interview, and he in like 2006. I think it was around the White Nerdy album. Uh, straight out of uh, what was it called? Linwood, something like that was the name of the album. I can't think of it. Uh, it was something funny. Vinewood, Australia Vinewood. I think I don't know. Uh, but they were asking. They were like, you know, you're such a talented musician, and like you know how to write like you know good lyrics and stuff and your originals are very catchy and they were like why, why haven't you ever made like real music is how they asked him right and he said well i'll be honest with you uh i feel like we have plenty of real artists out here like paris hilton and uh <laughs> he said somebody else i think he said Lindsay lohan and he's like so you know i think i'll just stick with the the fake music that i make <laughs> or something like that it's pretty good i'm yeah. like damn you know um, Weird Al's great, man. I like Tacky. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, even, yes, that album. That was the one that yeah, went multi-platinum. Like yeah, yeah, I like Tacky. Yeah, that one and uh, Word Crimes. I yeah, love Word, Word Crimes. Word Crimes yeah. is good. But I always love his polkas, like the mashups of all the polkas. It was so funny. Like, I would, I knew those before I knew the actual songs that they came mm-hmm. from. And so, like, when I would hear, like... Uh, Smoke on the Water <laughs> by Deep Purple, you know? Yeah. And, like, I'm thinking about the smoke on the water, a fire in this guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's not what it is at all. Um, and it's just, you know, I love that. I love yeah. God, all that stuff. Um, I would love to see Word Out before I die. I'm just throwing that out there. I know. Before he dies. He'll probably outlive me, though. So uh, I've, I've already die. dubbed him immortal, so... <laughs> He will live He'll on live in our hearts forever. forever. Yes, he did. Uh, he did a tour recently where it was just the self indulgent tour, and it was only originals. And like even that, I would have loved to have gone to. You know, like just I don't even care at this point. I definitely like. I'd love. I'd rather hear the ones that I'm more aware of. You know, mm-hmm. um, than like all the originals. But yeah. you know, I mean, because you gotta, you want to see Amish Paradise. You know, you want to see that. Yeah. You want to see. Uh, oh, I didn't even mention um, uh, the saga begins. The the, the uh, Star Wars one. Yeah. Yeah. The, the little Anakin. Yeah. Yeah, I love that one. <laughs> it's very long, but I love that one. Albuquerque. One of these days, I got to play for you. It's like literally seventeen minutes. It's it's insane, God. and it's one song. Like it's it doesn't change. That sounds like, like a meatloaf song, dude. It's so so good. Everybody. Go turn on Albuquerque. It's amazing. It's from uh, uh, Running With Scissors. Uh, the first <laughs> cover of that, he's running track, and he's just got his hands up, and he's holding scissors as he's, like, running through, like, oh, the, wow. the tape. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he's great. Uh, all right. Let's get into spoilers. This is the spoiler section. If you don't want spoilers, skip this. Come back. We're going to rank it. Where will it fall? <laughs> spoilers. Okay. Uh so many cameos oh yeah too like too many to count but weird al himself is in it yes and he plays a music producer yes which reminded me a lot of when um mike myers was in bohemian rhapsody it reminded me of that i don't think that's why but no i love that they kind of broke the fourth wall when um when uh will forte yeah will forte's just like laying into sucks is the worst and it, uh, the world real weird i was like whoa you know take it easy take it down a notch like he's actually taking offense 
to to Will Forte's <laughs> name calling towards Daniel Radcliffe as weird to hell. It's so, so it's, good. It, it's really good. And Maggie, my God, at the end when uh, when he gets shot first off, yes, it's hilarious. Yes, uh, but then when they show the photos from the actual event, where he got shot, I like, just why would they have <laughs> yeah, and I love the fact that good God, man. It's so that oh Madonna is, I mean, the girl that plays her does a really good job yeah, of playing yeah. 80s Madonna. Yeah. But like, that Madonna's actually the villain this whole entire time. <laughs> and that she was the, it was the downfall of Weird Al is because of her. Head of the cartel. Yeah, head of the cartel <laughs> got down there. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. And seeing Weird Al like in the, the camo Hawaiian shirt is so goddamn yes. funny yes. and like just go like murdering everybody yes <laughs> oh my god uh the moment where he takes the lsd and he, he thinks of uh eat it yeah like, that was hilarious yes um i was shocked when they brought uh amish paradise in at the end yeah like, I, I didn't think they'd go that deep yeah because uh, his really dad glad. was raised by amish yes. people oh and my that god they thought you know everything was bad as the devil <laughs> And so, therefore, his the dad was squeeze box. That the, his dad had to hide his real self this whole entire time. He wrote weird lyrics to songs that already existed. And Coolio in the crowd. Yes. <laughs> Being mad at yes. <laughs> Almost Paradise. Yes. Dude. Um, uh, uh, Tom Lennon coming in, selling yeah. the thing. Yes. That was really cool. Jack Black. Jack Black, yeah. Playing, um, oh, what was his name? Werewolf. Uh, Wolfman. Wolfman, yeah. Yeah. Uh, who uh, was an actual radio yeah. guy. Uh, and Conan O'Brien playing yes. uh, Andy fuck. Warhol. Yes. Conan is Andy Warhol. Amazing. Amazing. Holy shit. Uh, I, I liked how everybody at that pool scene, it was everybody that was considered weird. Yeah. 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 Then, like Devon. Yes. Uh, famous drag queen. Uh, that's Wasn't who, Bowie? Wasn't David Bowie in that scene? I can't remember. I can't remember either bunch of artists like Andy Warhol yeah. and the other guy, the Spanish guy. I think that's the guy, uh, Dolly, that painted the melting clocks. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think that's yeah. who Andy Warhol is talking to in that one. Oh, uh, okay. Um, but uh, let's see. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman. Whoever played Pee Wee Herman <laughs> did a really good job. Uh, Dude, there were so many celebrities. There were so that. many. It reminded me of uh, uh, Chippendale. Yeah. You remind me of that yes. movie. Like, yes. It was just, dude. Oh, God, Elton so. John. Somebody's dressed up yes. as Elton John. Yes. yes. God, uh, we need to look up the list at some point. We don't have to do it right now. No. But, um, God, it was just, it was so good. Yeah, it was. I can't wait to buy it. And the, the end credit song. Yes. Brand new song. Yeah. And the fact that it, it would stop, he's like, fake out ending. <laughs> and then come back. Yes. And he did it like two more times. Yes. <laughs> Um, I actually like the ending where it shows Madonna at his grave. And she's got like an eye patch. And he comes back. And he comes back alive to grab her. <laughs> I mean, that's that's great. Oh my god, dude! One of the best comedies I've seen in a, a long, long time. Long time. Uh, the parody done <sighs> very, very well. Of god, course, I loved it. And it was also made by Funny or Die. Yeah, I remember. Yep, yep, yep. Funny or Die. Well, because the the it was based off that original sketch they did. Yeah. Back like what 15, 20 years ago at this point, mm-hmm. it had to be fifteen. It wouldn't have been twenty. Uh, where it was the Al Yankovic yeah. story, and it was like just it was this. this yeah. 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 Oh my god, I love it. 
I'm trying it, to think of anybody else that showed up. I mean, there's so much. Like every every scene had like the the Oprah stuff was in there. The Oprah, yeah, the girl from Abbott Elementary, the yeah. main girl played Oprah. Uh, oh my god! Which Rain Wilson? Yeah, again. Rain Wilson was amazing. Doctor Dementor. <laughs> but he said, "I want to adopt." <laughs> Will you be my son? Well, actually, I'll just. Me and Dad worked like, out our problems. Oh, that's great, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, I was. I'll just. I loved every moment of that. Yeah. I loved every moment of that. It was so perfect. It was perfect. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. It was perfect. Anything else? Anything else you want to say? No. All right. Spoilers over. If I'm out of breath, uh, just know that it's because I've been laughing my ass off talking about the spoilers of this movie. It's so good. Uh, all right. Let's get into our final <sighs> ranking for fall 2022, everybody. And that's right. We have reached the end of fall. Uh, next week, Black Panther kicks off our winter 2023 list. Uh, cause it'll engulf November, half November, mm-hmm. December, January. I think that's it. And then spring will be February, March, March April. Yes. Yes. And then May, June, July, and August mm-hmm. will be summer. <laughs> yeah. It's four months. Uh, so that being said, our current ranking is at number 11, Halloween ends. Number 10, Hocus Pocus 2. Number nine, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. Number eight, Clerks three. Number seven, Cobra Kai five. Number, oh, Mm-mm. wait, we're off. Oh, that's number 12. Oh, my <laughs> God. Okay, so. Number 12. Number 12, Halloween Ends. Number 11, Hocus Pocus 2. Number 10, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. Number nine, Clerks three. Number eight, Cobra Kai five. Number seven, Barbarian. Number six, Black Adam. Number five, Werewolf by Night. Number four, She-Hulk. Number three, Meet Cute. Number two, Bros. Number one, Midnight Club. Don't sleep on Meet Cute. Meet Cute is fantastic. I'm going to update this real quick. Maggie, why don't you talk about something? Um, you can talk about the movies if you want. The movies? Yeah. The movies? We need to go back to the movies. I'm going to look up a book <laughs> on vamping. Vamping? <laughs> I'll just, suck any, at it. Anytime I you know. need to vamp, I'm just going uh, like, to... It's because I'm, I'm being put on the spot and I overthink everything. Because <laughs> uh, I don't have to be... like I feel like I vamp at my job enough. <laughs> And so just, when it comes to this, what, look at the, time, look at what I'm doing to the wire right now. I'm wrapping time, it around. Next time, just start teaching us something. Start teaching you something? Yeah, there we go. Okay. All right. So let's go with Summer Ghost first. Where are you feeling Summer Ghost? Oh. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Uh, maybe number eight. Below Barbarian? Yes. That's I, I was thinking above Cobra Kai 5 for sure. Yeah. Um, but then I couldn't decide if it would be above or below Barbarian. I like... I enjoy Summer Ghost a lot more than Barbarian. True. But I think Barbarian has a lot more to say. Mm-hmm. And it was a wild fucking ride. <laughs> Barbarian's wild. Like, mm-hmm. holy yes. shit. Yes. Uh, now, I'll, will I ever watch it again? Probably no. not. But I will watch Summer Ghost again. Yeah. But does that mean that it's better than like these rankings are so insane? <laughs> like no. I list feel like we need to make these. a rubric. What's a what the fuck is that? 
Oh, let's get ready for teaching session with Maggie. Oh, shit. All right. A rubric yeah. is usually made to help grade oh. something. I'm sorry. It's I okay. can't help it. It's because okay. I'm getting all You're fancy. Fine. Uh, so help you grade something. So okay. like your teacher, well, my teacher in school, <laughs> I should say. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I went to private school. We didn't have teachers. Uh <laughs> Yes, you did have teachers. They just probably no, didn't use it. They were not legally called teachers. Oh, well, that's okay, true. to avoid any okay. lawsuits. Anyways, my teacher in school, like for instance, if we wrote an essay, they would use a rubric to go by, and like it'd be best, you know, maybe have tiers in it, have a grading scale to it. Okay, but like the best, like if your essay is well written, makes sense, has complete sentences in it, everything spelled. Fairly decent. Yeah. You know, you got a pretty good grade on it. Okay. And then they'd look at the rubric to help them, guide them to uh, grade it. Okay. So there's like different ones. Like in like somebody told uh, us one year for like teaching students how to draw. Like you could draw four different pictures or color four different pictures. And that could be your rubric. Like the first picture be the best. Like you use different colors. Uh, you stayed okay. inside the lines. And so do you think this one is fits in this category yeah okay yeah so that would help us <laughs> that would help us figure out where to put the stuff but then how would you compare them to each other i don't how know how would that be different than what we're currently doing? i don't know i don't know i'm just i was just throwing that out there no i like it tell you what before black <laughs> panther next week make us a rubric god do it for marvel do it for marvel <laughs> our marvel ranking list <laughs> All right. Um, oh, God. So I'm definitely, I'm with you. I could see it's Barbarian, I think. Oh, sorry. Hmm. Is it raining? Hmm. Would it be better than Black Adam? <laughs> what are you thinking? I'm still thinking underneath Barbarian, but that's that's just me. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only forty minutes. Yeah, I feel like even though if that's perfect more, for it. If 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 like we said after we watched it, if they fleshed out the characters more and it was longer, then probably yes. Yes, but but don't let that oh, I know. detract from the no, quality. No, 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 it was, no, no, it was, no, no, it was five it was stars. Great. That's why this list is so weird because I would not give Barbarian five stars, <laughs> but I did give Summer Ghost five stars, <laughs> like on my uh, my. Yeah. Film thing. Yeah, What's yeah. it called? Uh, letter <laughs> letterbox. Box. Letterbox. There it is. I was thinking of the three dots. I'm like, what's that called? Uh, three dots. Isn't there like three different colored dots on letterbox? Maybe. But I, wait, but letterbox is like the aspect ratio. Yeah, I meant on the app. The oh, app picture. Okay. <laughs> I, I like, know what it means. You're talking about ellipses, Maggie. All right. <laughs> Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Where, where are we? All right, number one. It's number one. Let me throw out. All right, I think it's better than Bros. I agree. I'm not prepared to say it's better than Midnight Club. All right, Midnight Club is amazing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Weird out. This was this was. It's almost like uh, last last season. Uh, Chip and Dale. Perfect movie for me. Right. Perfect movie for us. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean 
is the shining example of cinema, <laughs> right? Oh, come on, Matt. <laughs> Really? You want to put no, it above Midnight Club? I'm where are joking. you Where are you feeling it? Do you think it should be lower? Do you think it should be below Werewolf by Night? Uh, I believe it should be above She-Hulk. <laughs> and behind me, cute. Damn. I mean, that's... But, I mean, I thought it was way funnier than Bros. It was, but Bros had a different message, message. to get across. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is just... <laughs> A parody of L. Yankovic's life. Which is amazing. Yes. It, that's a message. Alfred Maggie, Yankovic. the message is laugh. All right. That's the message of this film. And God damn it, we all need a good laugh. All right. Uh, well, listen, it's been years since we had a Superman movie. Lord knows we need to laugh. All right. We need some hope somewhere. All right. Um, I mean, yeah, me. Oh, shit. So we're going to have to legit... I was having fun with not thinking too hard about this. Like, remember when we put, what did we put above Top Gun? <laughs> we were laughing. Jurassic World Dominion. <laughs> and Dragon and Ball. D- and DGC, maybe. <laughs> and many other so, movies. Yeah, I, mean, I think it was like number 10 by the end of our list. Um, all right. Oh, man. I mean, I, okay, if we're being real, if we're getting real, all right, if we're going to be real about it, then I think it's I think it should be the new number six. I think it should be below Werewolf by Night and Black Blackout. Yeah. If we're being real, like if we're cutting this shit, right? I think it was a fantastic comedy and it's one of it, not one of my favorite movies of all time. That's way too high praise. Uh, but I mean, it's I really loved it a lot. I loved it in more than I love uh, the Pick of Destiny. <laughs> but again, that's not in my top movies all time list, you know? Like, it didn't move me. Like, I laughed hard, right? Which was great. But like, you know, I didn't I didn't have an emotional breakthrough or anything, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like Jojo Rabbit or something, you know? Like, it was, I would put it up as like one of my favorite comedies. I'd put it with like Tommy Boy mm-hmm. and Step Brothers. Yeah. You know, I'd put it up there. Uh, but in this list, I think it's, I think it was better than Black Adam. But I feel like once we hit Werewolf by Night, we start getting into like an upper <laughs> tier of film, you know? And I feel like this was not as well made as, okay. as Werewolf by Night. No, right. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that had I like agree. a vision and, you know, not that this didn't, but. You know, I just I feel like we're a different no. kind of vision. Yes, a Wanda, a vision, vision quest, <sighs> Disney quest. <laughs> oh my god, Michael Eisner! It all came back. Dude, what if they brought Michael Eisner back? We had this conversation, Matt. A lot of people will be mad about it. <laughs> all right, your new ranking. Do you want to read it? Or you want me to read it? I'll read it. All right. New ranking and final ranking for final, fall 2022. Yeah. Number one, Midnight Club. Number two, Bros. Number three, Meet Cute. Number Don't four, sleep on Meet Cute, everybody. Go watch Meet four, Cute. Number four, She-Hulk. Number five, Werewolf by Night. Number six, Weird Al. Uh, number seven, Black Adam. Number eight, Barbarian. Number nine, Summer Ghost. Number 10, Cobra Kai 5. <laughs> number 11, Clerks 3. Number 12, Trick or Treat, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> number 13, Hocus Pocus 2 and number 14 Halloween. I love you, Corey. (laughs) Only us would have a list that has Barbarian and Trick or Treat Scooby Doo on the same list. (laughs) 
fucking good. Oh my god. I can't wait to see what winter brings us. We're gonna have Santa Clauses and Black Panther on the same list. And Avatar 2 is gonna be on there somewhere. God, I uh, hope it bombs. <laughs> no, don't be mean. God. Just because James Cameron God, hey, said that. Listen, you never I'm coming after you him. never bet against Cameron. All right. I'm you never bet. Maggie, it's to your detriment. I'm going, I'm going to. I'm betting against him. Remember, he thinks little, he can't make remember money. a little movie called Titanic. Here's the thing, mate. Here's what you're forgetting, okay? Here's what you're forgetting. Global box office. All right. Do I think it'll do great domestically? Probably not. Uh, I don't think, I think Top Gun will still be the highest grossing domestic movie of all time after Avatar 2 comes out. But you're forgetting about the global box office. Avatar 2 is going to kill it everywhere around the world. All right. Like when they re-released Avatar after Avengers came out and it made enough to regain the number one movie of all time after Endgame came out from just the first one. And people could watch it for free on Disney+. Plus. Like it's it's going to do great. It's going to make money. All right. Will it make as much money? Nah, I, I think it'll cross a billion. I don't think it's going to, I don't think it'll come anywhere close to the first one. But I mean, a billion dollars is still a reason for them to make the rest of them. And maybe it'll be good. I don't think it will be. <laughs> but I mean, That's bad. Here's, the thing. here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, we have talked about how much we enjoyed the first one, though. Like, we did like it. Yeah. But when we see the trailer or hear somebody talk about it, we're just like, ah, oh, really? They're going to do this? I mean, it's just been a decade. <laughs> you know, it's been... 13 years. Yeah, and James Cameron's already count. Oh, if it doesn't make enough money. <laughs> Avatar 3 straight to Disney Plus. <laughs> Do it. Nah, that nah, it'll make, make it into an animated series. <laughs> My god. Can you believe we're going to get five goddamn Avatar movies before we're going to get a third Tron? What a goddamn Travesty. disaster we live in. It's travesty, it's blasphemy. It is. We should get Tron. The guy that made Tom Gun Maverick Disney, Disney fucked up, man. The guy that made Top Gun Maverick made Tron Legacy. Yeah. And they were like, nah. And he, then he made Oblivion. Yeah, which was fucking awesome. Yeah. We just rewatched that again for the first time. So, yeah. Anyway, we're done. We finished the podcast a while ago. So, uh, hey, if you're still around, thank you for watching. We appreciate it. Be sure you hit the like, subscribe, all of those things. Uh, we have greatly appreciate it. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash hopefully awesome if you would like to get this show ad free, as well as many other things like your name in the podcast or uh, the other exclusive shows we have, like the Family Game Nights or Hopefully Awesome Weekly uh, or our movie commentary. We, we have tons of stuff. So just head over there, check it out. We would greatly appreciate it. However, if you have no money to toss our way, that's okay. A comment, a like, a subscribe, a share, and a rating would greatly help us. So thank you. But that is going to wrap it up for us this week. Thanks for watching. As always, have a hopefully awesome day. Bye.